I feel like, you know, with all of this buildup, that all of this buildup is really just to start working once the brewery opens. Welcome back to another episode of Tap That AZ, the podcast that brings you the stories behind the Arizona craft beer scene. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, it's going to be part two of the Justin Cross story. So we're following Justin every few months, checking in on him, seeing how his journey into being a brewery owner is coming. So uh, grab a beer and let's check it out. All right, so I'm back again with Justin Cross, and we're going to now get into the meat of what we're doing. Last episode, you guys heard about his brewing history, a little bit a little about, about him, like the heart behind what he's doing. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Man, I think we're going to get into um, where I'm actually at in the process. Of opening up this brewery. Yeah, yeah. what I've done so far and um, what's kind of left to get to that first um, official beer being sold. Yeah, okay. Gotcha, because yeah. you, you've made some progress up to this point, right? So that's that's what we're going to talk about today. So, um, first of all, you t- talked about this a little bit in the last uh, in the initial episode that we did. Um, you've done your homework. Like, you're not only do you make badass beer, but you know the business side of it. So, so what what resources have you used to, to give you that art and the science and the business combination? Sure, a bunch of different things. Um, <clears throat> I think just like anything else, I think the only way to really learn something is through multiple different um, facets, if you will. Like, okay. I like to, I read a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, specifically, I've listened to every single uh, episode of the Business of Beer podcast. Business of Beer. Okay, you introduced me to that yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Andy Kopic from Tap Hunter, but I believe they stopped it in December because new one stopped loading so yeah. i need to like see what's up with that yeah. but um you know and on there like literally andy would interview uh brewers brewery owners sales reps uh, distribution you know presidents or whatever yeah um beer uh writers in the industry like okay so i've basically and that's just one of them i listen to a bunch of them yeah um i've basically just been trying to pull as much information from anybody that I can in the beer industry. Yeah. You know, it's less, so if it's, you know, technical shit about brewing and about different types of mashing and this and that. Yeah. Or if it's um, trends that the beer industry is going through um, and just, you know, what's happening with everything in the beer business. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, you know that. I took that uh, eight-day course at San Diego State University, which is incredible. I mean, I met... Uh, some amazing people like okay. uh, Mr. Peacock. I think he's Michael Peacock. He's like the draft system god. Oh, like, really? He taught us everything you need to know for the most part about draft systems, right? Okay. So when it's time for mine, you, you know who's designing my draft system. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you say draft system, you're talking about like from the keg to the tap to. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole science, you know, between if short draw, long draw. Um, if you're using uh, what kind of pumps, um, what, what temperature you're starting with, how you're cooling it until you get to the tap, because okay. all that type of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the worst things you can do to beer is either package it or serve it. Um, you know, you could have yeah, a perfect yeah. beer sitting in a keg or in a bright tank, like a serving tank. Yeah. But if your draft system from that perfect beer out to the glass is garbage, yeah. Chances are your your beer's gonna at least be degraded. Might not be complete oh, yeah. garbage, but right. you know what I mean. You're not doing yourself a favor. Right. Um, so I got to meet people like him, um, Derek from Abnormal Beer Company, 
Um, Grizzly Adams had a beard. Is his name? <laughs> he's uh, he's the um, front end manager for all of Green Flash. Like, oh, Green Flash, that's yeah. a big one. That's big time. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the people I met there, and I actually met my attorney there. Oh, really? Yeah, Candace Moon, the craft beer attorneys in San Diego. Ah. She's doing uh, my uh, trademarking. So that was incredible. That gave me a ton of like that that business and knowledge. Right? Okay. Um, yeah. But then, um, you know, the people that really. I think the one thing that really helped me leapfrog about making beer yeah. was um, I'm a huge believer in mentors. Okay. Like, yeah. um, so this is one of the first things I did is I went out and I met Dylan at the Bearded Brewer in Quartz Hill. Okay. Um, he's got a big old beard. He looks like a wizard, yeah. and he is a freaking beer wizard. <laughs> beer wizard. I, mean, I used yeah. to go in there and try to stump him on shit. Yeah. Never could. Really? Like, I would look up, like, a yeast... Something on the internet, some yeah. obscure shit. You know, Mongolian. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got him. He'd be like, Dylan, have you ever heard of a Mongolian tail yeast? Like like from the middle of the, of the you know, water buffalo tail? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, 67-A. It's over here, and I got it. And Pulls like, it out of his pocket. Yeah, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I was yeah, carrying this around. Yeah. Fuck, you know? So, um, so mentors are huge. I think it's for anything, for business, for if you're learning a new trade, for whatever you're doing. Yeah. So I had him, and then I also had uh, Brian, who's the owner of Lucky Luke Brewing Company, and Brace, who was the brewer at Lucky Luke Brewing Company. Okay. Just really awesome dudes. Um, really just took me under their wing, showed me everything technical about brewing yeah. and also about the business side. Uh, Brian hooked me up a lot with that type okay. of stuff. Yeah, so, I knew he was a big, big yeah. influence on so you. So yeah. mentors, uh, for yeah. sure. I mean, I can't say enough about that, you know, um, especially when you're learning something new. You can only read and ingest so much knowledge, you know. You really, I believe a mentor is probably the best way to really try to learn something, especially if time isn't on your side. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what, and that's interesting, too. That's one of the great things. So when I started this this podcast, it was about Arizona craft beverages, right? Because yeah. I did, I did uh, coffee, I did uh, wine. I wanted to keep it open. Right. But as I've done this over the last eight, nine months, um, craft beer, that's, that's what I've... That's that's my niche. Kind of zeroing in on yeah. it. Yeah. And it's because of the people. It's the community. It's like everybody is willing. It's not like, oh, screw this guy. I'm not going to tell him what to do. He's right. like, he's my competition. It's like, no, we're all in this together. Right. right. So so that's this is a great community to be able to get that. It really know? is. And the beer community especially is kind of unlike anything else. I mean, yeah. this is one industry. Like, you could literally, like these guys, you know, yeah, everyone else is in the beer family, but they really are competitors. There's no, I mean, it's a yeah. business, right? Yeah, yeah. But what other industry can you call up your quote competitor and say, "Hey, man, I just ran out of this hop. Do you have any hops or this yeast? Can you hook me up?" Right. And get hooked up like above and beyond. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and uh, it happens all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, and like literally, that'd be like uh, Home Depot calling Lowe's and be like, "Dude, we're out of this stuff. Can you loan it? Right. Can we get it? We ran out of bolts. They'd can you like, bring us some bolts? Are you crazy? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Send us that customer. You know? Right. But, this yeah. industry isn't like that, right. at least for the most part. You yeah, know, so. yeah, yeah. You get you get you get them here and there, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's far few and far between. It's, it's amazing, and, I, and I've seen it firsthand many times, and, and heard about it, you know, secondhand many times, and it's yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a great industry. Yeah, it really is. So so you've got the resources. You you you're going in. You know the business side of it, but even uh, just as importantly, um, you've been brewing beer and you make some pretty badass beer. So what what are some of the the, you've got a couple of flagships right, yeah. that, that you do. What, what are those? So I got a couple of flagships. One is the pale ale that I mentioned. Yeah. Um, that one, um, super proud of that one. 
I, I think it's just very easy to drink, um, but I think it just explodes with um, Citroen Centennial dry hopping. Okay. Uh, that's my favorite dry hopping combination. I love that beer. So the pale ale for sure. Um, and then one that I, I really am actually probably going to try to market the absolute most, believe it or not, is my uh, blonde ale that I make for my wife. Okay. So she is, um, she's not like a gluten, like she doesn't have a gluten problem. Okay. But she's kind of sensitive to wheat, right? Okay. Yeah. So I made, I set out to make that beer for her, right? Right. So I made a very simple, really simple green bill, um, just one hop, really easy to make. But it, that beer comes out more drinkable than any beer I've ever ever had. Okay, yeah. So, you know, like, I think a lot of brewers, like, when they decide they're going to make a blonde, I think they kind of get a little maybe too excited about it, and they go, well, I can't make it too simple. I need to I need to add a little bit of this, or a little bit of that, give it a little bit more. Right? But it nev- nev- then it never really comes out, in my opinion, like, just fire amazing right this one i've like i've experimented with a crap load of different blondes but this one that i'm that i'm sticking with like our blonde yeah is so simple and so drinkable that i think i think there's a chance no one else would make it because they're they're going to try to make it too complicated so your simplicity of the blonde you think is going to be what sets you apart i really do yeah i mean that is the type of beer that you could literally pour like one of those big fucking uh what do you call Oktoberfest beers, like from yeah. uh, the big mugs with the the dimples in them? Yeah, what's yeah, yeah what's that damn place called? It's a uh, uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah, what? yeah, but the but the restaurant, uh, Hofbrau House. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I've got yeah. one of those. Things. I mean, yep. you could literally just fill that thing up and just and at the very end, like like the IBUs, everything is so easy to drink. You don't really, I mean, it's easy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So so uh, pale ale, the blonde. And then another flagship for sure is my blueberry lemongrass. That's what—that's the one I'm pretty interested yeah. to, to try. And that's yeah. the one that I tried to uh, send the wife into timeout for because she drank it when I was in St. Louis. <laughs> you were going to bring me some. I, yeah, you were. Because I, I laughed. You yeah. texted me and like, oh, dude. And you, sent, you posted an Instagram story. Yep, yep. And I texted you and I said, ha, ha, ha. But then I'm like, all right. Actually, I think he's kind of pissed You're like, about wait this. a minute. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. 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 No, so that beer... Um, kind of refine that one right where I want it. Um, okay. That's a different blonde recipe. So a lot of blueberry beers, people seem, in my opinion, from what I've seen, at least try to add a little bit, have a little stronger flavor to it. So okay. I started with a blonde, right? Yeah. But a different blonde than my than the one we just talked about. Yeah. And then at the end of the boil, I throw in some lemongrass. Okay. And then I let it ferment all the way out, and then I just rest it on blueberries. Yeah. And then I keg it. Okay. Um, nice. So I've experimented with puree and different kinds of blueberries, and I've got it. I know what kind I want to use, okay. and I've got it right where I want it. So, yeah. but that one I'm probably not, I'll probably never make money on that one because it's just going to take so much, so much you know blueberry so much. and yeah. It's, that one's going to be. But that can be a good um, that can be a good segue beer for people, right? To bring to draw people in. Yeah, I mean right? a blonde. The is, blonde is, and then yeah. the blueberry one like. Um, even if I don't make money on it, I want as many people to try that as possible just to know what kind of beer I can make. Right, you right. I mean? Yeah, so, and, that's, and that's one thing you and I have connected on, too. We, I shared a quote uh, from Gary Vanyarchuk. Basically, was like, do things to draw people to your funeral, not fill your bank account, right? And, and you and I have the same approach to what we're doing right. is we want that organic growth. We want people coming to – you want people coming to your brewery because they like your beer, not you're tricking in to – coming just right. to try some crappy beer you know 
you know, mug them in the in the alley. Yeah, <laughs> and they never come back. Right. No, you want that. There's that commitment and that uh, that loyalty sure. to, to to the craft that you're right you're making. Yeah. So I want I want to have my my business model set up to where I can, you know, have enough uh, profit in some areas to where I can take a huge hit on this blueberry beer and still yeah. get it out to people because I just think it's one of those beers that is it's just so good. I want people to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like a lot, you know, a lot of people use extract or purees and all this other type of stuff. Um, but just for, at least from my experiments, I can't make that beer as good unless I use these certain kind of whole blueberries. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. That's it. That's interesting. Cause you could cut costs, but like, no, it's, it's yeah. quality. I mean, I've, yeah. I've tried, I've tried to use other cheaper methods and it yeah. just never comes out right. And I'm like, I wouldn't serve that. Like right. that's not, Especially what I know I can make with this product. Yeah. I've, you know, tried to substitute for cheaper stuff and it just, you know, it's not, I'm not getting there. So. Yeah. Well, good so, for you, man, because yeah. it's about the quality. Appreciate yeah. it. And then yeah. I've, got, I've got a, I've got a honey, a honey brown and an IPA, about two IPAs um, that are going to be like my flagship. So yeah. I haven't worked too much on like darker beers yet. Yeah. I'd love them. I, lo- I really like some good barrel weight stuff. Okay. Um, but I want to come out of the gate with just some absolutely crushable lighter beers especially because we live in you know the desert tropical hill you know <laughs> we, do. we really do like there's some beautiful scenery and trees yeah. and flowers and stuff here but it's hot as shit it's hot and people yeah. are at the lake all the time they're at the pool all the time yeah um you know so that's yeah. i want to i want to hit the ground with those first yeah people aren't sitting beside the pool drinking barley wine right no <laughs> right. no there's definitely a spot for barley wine but yeah. i mean i think there's more of a spot for crushable type beers right which is right. why you know uh beers like cores and bud are still such big sellers because yeah. you know people can take a 30 pack to the lake drink right. half of it and still get home at, at you know dinner time and be all right right you know, right you're not exactly. doing that with 12 percent barley wine <laughs> no, you're and you're not, not taking a, a chocolate you know imperial stout to the yeah. pool no it's just not doing that <laughs> no you're not uh, don't no. get me wrong i love those beers and i'll have them but Right. Uh, my focus has been on these other ones. That's good, and that's what I prefer too. I, I mean, honestly, I, I like all kinds of beers. Still, sours. I'm still about twenty percent in on sours. Oh, but man. I'll get you some good sours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Beachwood nice. Blendery. Oh shit! Yeah. I actually just got a new connection for Monkish and uh, oh, LA type Monkish. stuff. Yeah. So. Nice, yeah, man. we'll hook that up for sure. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. So, um, so you're a little bit further ahead than just the beers, though, right? Like, where? So, where are you at with uh, with the brewery? Yeah. So the business side, uh, it's probably just as, if not more, complicated than actually making the damn beer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So um, when I moved out here, I had a business partner um, that I was working with. Um, we're still friends, but um, we're not working together on the brewery anymore. Okay. Long story yeah. short, he started another business wasn't able to to commit to this one anymore so you know we just had to all right i'm gonna do my own thing so so i had to come up with a new concept and all this and that so the wife and i were out uh one night um having a steak dinner nice in downtown phoenix at uh durant's have you been there for steak i've not my wife like for like the last nine years she's like you got to go to durant's i don't know why i haven't been there yeah it's like a it's like a staple it's it's a staple yeah i mean it was probably made in like the mid 50s or something maybe late 50s um they redid it recently, but when they redid it, they didn't change anything. They just put new carpet, new tables, new wallpaper, but it's all the same pattern, same colors. that style. Nice. Dude, it's so yeah. cool. Like Rat Pack style kind of, right? Well, this is like 
Well, it's like from the same era, but this is like where the mob boss would go. Uh, so it's like real nice, kind of like that floral gothic pattern of red and stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of red and wood, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, so yeah. It's super cool. But anyways, <laughs> we were sitting there, and you know, now that we didn't have this last name that my my other partner had come up with, we we're like, all right, what are we gonna do? You yeah. know, we just, dude, we would just went through all these different ideas of concepts and everything, and. Um, I was in the Navy, right? That's okay. why I left Scottsdale. Yeah. Um, so we started to kind of think like towards a nautical theme a little bit, right? Yeah. Just a little. Yeah, yeah. You know, not, not, we'll not all. One tail. You know I mean? We're not going to be dressing up as pirates or anything. <laughs> you know? right. But um, we ended up settling on a name that I have submitted to the trademark office, and I'm excited to tell you for the first time on this podcast. Yeah. I can't think of a better spot to put it out, yeah. but it's uh, Ironside Brewing Company. Ironside. Ironside. Nice. One word, Ironside. Yeah. And um, so if, if people don't know what that is, the USS Constitution is the oldest commissioned ship in the United States Navy fleet right now. It's okay. an old wooden ship. I believe it's in Virginia. Okay. And it is the only active duty ship to have sunk an enemy ship. Really? Yeah. And still active. And it's still active. Wow. So it's technically like a museum. And you can get a special duty if you're in the Navy to go on there. But, I mean, it's like, you know, you you have, like, perfect uniform every day. Like, you're basically maintaining this historical thing, right? Right. Um, But that ship's uh, nickname was Old Ironsides. Yeah. So even though it's a wooden ship, it got that name because it was, like, freaking unsinkable. Like, when it was floating around fighting pirates and... British, I don't know, whoever else it was fighting. You know <laughs> what I mean? in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, whatever else is out there, you know? Yeah. So, um, so we went with uh, not old Ironsides, but just Ironside. Ironside, yeah. Yeah, so um, I've submitted that, and um, right now there's an, there's an Ironside wine label that's owned by, like, a big wine company. Okay. Um, that the trademark office was pushing back on, but my attorney has written back to them, and um, we think we're going to get it. Nice, man. Yeah. I like that name, and I like the. St- it, it, there's a story behind it. Yeah, too. you know, so yeah. I kind of like Ironside for a couple of different reasons. One, because of the the ship and the navy. Yep. One, and the other one is because of like like iron, like pumping iron. Like right. I'm big into fitness, and I yeah. love lifting weights. Uh, Pumping Iron was one of my favorite movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day. Like, just, I don't remember that one. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's a documentary of him like winning his oh, last really? Mr. Olympia. It's amazing. That dude was amazing. That's like, awesome. People look at him like, you know, because he's got the accent. I'll be back, you know, kind of things. Sure. That dude was brilliant. Oh, he's dude. a brilliant I mean, guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's that. Um, you know, and you know, for me, I just like to kind of think of myself as like being able to like take some shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just. No, I don't mean alcohol, but, you know, just like... <laughs> like when they got shots here, yeah. let's do them, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, um, you know, just like that ship, you know, got the nickname for Old Ironsides because it was unsinkable. Relentless. Just that like, is, yeah. that is like my mindset. And yeah. I like how you said relentless because Tim Grover, I just heard him speak in St. Louis. Um, he's Michael Jordan's trainer. He's a phenomenal public speaker. Yeah. He has a book called Relentless. Book, yes. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm about halfway through it right now on audiobook in my car. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of my mindset. Yeah. As I go through this, uh, there, you know, there's a new obstacle at every at every turn. Yep. Um, but you know, I just keep that iron side mentality where, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what the next obstacle is going to be, right. but I'm I'm trying to anticipate it. I'm trying right. to expect it. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna make a glance off of me like like that old ship, you know. Yeah. Hell so. yeah, man. And that's awesome because you got to expect it right when you don't when you don't expect the challenge and then the challenge comes it's like oh man oh, no, what do i do now but if right. you're like ironside man like i like, things are coming yeah things are coming yeah. i need to be prepared and that's right that's awesome man yeah so i i try to look for things that are going to be issues but also like just know 
I might have no idea what the next issue is, but it's, I'm not going to let it get me down. I'm not going right. to quit. Yeah. You know, I don't care what it is. Yeah. I'm going to find a way around it, through it, whatever it is, you know, over it. Yeah. So. Through it, whatever you got to do. Yeah. KO, left, right, left, right. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, logo, too, right? You got a logo set up? I do have a logo. Show me the logo, and I, I yeah. love the logo, man. So I got it here on my screensaver of my phone. But um, so even before I moved here, one of the companies I've always been kind of fascinated with is a Goldwater Brewing Company in Old Town Scottsdale. Yes, yeah. I just think the name, the concept, the logo, everything they did is just killer, right? Yeah. They're on Goldwater Boulevard. Beer is essentially Goldwater. Yeah. Good I mean, point. Barry Goldwater was a senator here, very yeah. famous. Yep. Like, just every, and then their logos, everything was great, right? Yep. So I started watching them really closely, and I've actually become friends with one of the partners of that, uh, which is Dylan. Yep. And Dylan owns Dylan James Designs. Okay. He's like a super good. Uh, Super good. It sounds kind of lame, super good. but <laughs> super very, good. very talented, yeah. <laughs> professional logo designer. Okay, like he's done a Dirk's Bentley whiskey row. Yeah. He's done, I think. Like oh, a, really? Yeah. Wow, he's man. done like a hospital. He's done um, a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of the uh, Fit Choice Foods. A lot of the stuff you see around here, he's done. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So I actually reached out to him, um, and he was. After after working with another designer, he was uh, really kind kind enough to uh, go ahead and like uh, take on take on my project. Okay, you know, nice. Um, he wasn't really into it at first, um, just because he was worried about a competitor. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna um, ask you about that. Yeah. Try that one. Sorry, I'm just ordering a beer. We both ordered the same one too. Oh, nice. Our, our, yeah, our man uh, uh, Carl here is uh, coming over. Silent uh, silent server. And saying, "What do you want?" These guys are so nice. We just pointed at our beers, both yeah. of them, the Imperial Amber, here. Carl and Fred. Ah, really oh, like these guys, guys are awesome. They're yeah, awesome. it was a great episode too. So yeah. you guys have probably already listened. Actually, uh, at this point, people haven't heard it. So nice. Stay tuned for the Mesquite River. Perfect episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so Dylan finally yeah. decided he would take on my take on my my logo design. Here, yeah. Right? And what we came up with is what we're looking at here. Um, someday it's going to be out there for everyone to see. Right, right. right. That's going to stay on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Right now um, it's a vis- it's an audio description. Of right. The- <laughs> but if you yeah. can imagine um, a phoenix, because I live in downtown Phoenix. Yep. I'm hoping that my brewery is going to be in downtown Phoenix. Thank you, buddy. We just got an uh, Imperial Thanks, Amber. Awesome. So I have a phoenix here. Um, we made the wings out of barley. Um Instead of fire at the bottom of the Phoenix, we stuck an anchor yes. to throw back to my Navy days and yep. kind of go along with Ironside. Um, and we just kind of gave it like this, uh, I don't know, this design that I think is kind of like, kind of rustic, kind of, but it's strong, you know what I mean? Right. It's, uh, right. it's not um, like you would draw, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It's simple. Like, so what I like about it, it it's like one of those, it's one of those things where, um, Sometimes people get too complicated with like their logo, yeah. right? You got the Nike swoosh, which is just a check mark, right. basically, right? It's a it's a lazy check mark, is the way I describe it, you know. Right. But something like this is there's so much in it, but just looking at it, you're just like, that's awesome. But it's not like, overbearing. Yeah, it's not. But it, the more you, what I like about it is the complexity of it because you got the anchor, you've got the barley, you've you know, you've got the mm-hmm. phoenix, so many things into it. But it's simple too, right? Yeah, so that's dude. why I was super stoked to work with Dylan because I've been looking at his stuff and I'm like, dude, if there's anyone that I want to make my logo, it's this freaking guy, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and when he finally agreed to, to take me on, I was just 
oh my god yeah and so it was it, that process was a lot of fun yeah like just going through like from step one to two to three to four this is probably step number nine or ten of the design process uh, which is normal you yeah, know because yeah. yeah. you know we're going back and forth all the time he's trying yep. something out i'm saying you know yes or no and he's like you know what no nah. He's going to say no a few times, and he'll change. You know what I mean? Yeah. We finally ended on this, and uh, we sent it to my attorney, and they're like, you know what? Uh, we have an issue with this and this. We don't think this will work. So we tweaked it, and then at the very end, we we're like, that's actually better. You yeah. know what I mean? And that was such a great process yep. to go through um, from day one, you know, because it's not you're not just buying a uh, you know, a symbol or just like, oh, I'm just going to like stamp my name out or something. You know what I mean? Right. Go going to some website this, that has some like yeah. printed stuff. Oh, I'll, I'll go with that one. Right. It's like, going through this yeah. like logo specifically experience, like after the name was very cool for me. I really liked it. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. And that goes back to that, that mentality you said you had, like no matter what comes at me, because people could be like, no, this is what I want. And if this is right. not what I get, then I, I'm going to go cry in the corner, you yeah. know? I mean, and there's, there's still a chance that uh, I'm not going to get Ironside mm -hmm. or that this will be rejected. Even though I have, I think I have one of the best uh, craft beer attorneys in the country in San Diego. They think we're, they're like pretty confident we're going to get it. I still have to be prepared. We might not. There's no guarantee. And all right. of this, yeah. and now, you know, this podcast comes out. If the day after this podcast releases, I get the bad news, right. I'm just... I'm not going to go cry about it. Right. I'll be pissed. Yeah. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. I'm going to go to the gym right. and I'm going to take some aggression out. <laughs> yeah. And I'll probably go take, you know, go hit the heavy bag for a while. Yeah. But um, we'll just have to figure it out. Yeah. Know? That's awesome, man. That's yeah. a mentality you got to have. And, and, and through that, you're going to be successful for sure. So I'm excited to, to join you on this journey. Like uh, you guys listening, this is going to be a pretty awesome journey because my goal is to get from this of the idea to we're just, we got a logo. Most likely, we've got a name. Most likely, right? But we're gonna get to opening day, and, yeah. And that's that's, you know. Then you can quit, right? Then you can just walk out of the brewery on day one, and and you're done. Right? Uh, End yeah, of the I sunset. Don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Man. I, I feel like you know, with all of this buildup, that all of this buildup is really just to start working once the brewery opens. Yeah, right. You know that's I mean? a good point. Yeah. That like, is a good point. All like, if it's like three or four years at the time, mm -hmm. yeah, we're finally open. Okay, let's start now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's a good point. Like, yeah. I really like you brought up Gary earlier. Gary and Andy, the AMF CEO. I mean, those guys. I mean, I listen to a lot of their stuff like two and three, four times. Yeah. Like their podcast. Cause right. I really want to try to understand what they're getting because these guys are so fucking smart. Mm -hmm. like, you they can't are. just like hear it one time and just be like, okay, got it. Right. Like I. There's like sometimes the third time I'll listen to a podcast and I'll be like, then it will really click. Right. You know, because yeah. maybe I was distracted by the dog or something the first time. But, yeah. But anyways, both of those guys talk about really legacy uh -huh. and playing the, the long game. Right. So, I yeah. mean, that's what I'm doing. I mean, this is a lifetime thing for me. Yeah. This isn't just I need to have this done by 2017 and then I'm going to quit right. and move on to something else. No, this yeah. is something I'm trying to lay the groundwork for something to hopefully have in place, you know, two generations after, after me. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's awesome, man. And, and I, I know Andy always says too, like he gets so annoyed at people who said, okay, I've made it. Like, no, you haven't. No, there's like never a made it. No, you've never made, if you have right. that mentality of I've made it, yeah. you haven't made it. Right? right. You just, it's that. And that's why one thing that I, one of the biggest things I've taken from that podcast is from uh, Ben Newman. 
of attacking the process. And Andy always says, you got to love the process. Right. Right. It's, you can't be about like, I hate this. I hate this just to get to this. Like it's, you got to love the process itself. You got to love those ups and downs. You got to love the battles. You really do. Things like that. Yeah. And, and from what I've learned from this podcast, breweries, you're going to deal with that. Yeah. You know, you're going to deal with that. Like, name logo um landlords right like, no matter what it is it's going to be a battle yeah yeah and like i said in, in the last podcast we did like uh you know the wife like she's been so supportive you got to have a group of people around you whether it's a mentor yeah. or if you're married or if you have kids you gotta they have to be in a place where they can you know allow you to do what you got to do right um, and that can be very difficult sometimes. Yeah, oh, for sure. You've really. got to have that support. I mean, and do. that's, yeah. So again, but it's again, it's a long game. Yeah. You know, yep. me and the wife have a vision of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the future, I don't know if I'm going to be 40 or 50 or 60 right. or, you know, 106 before I get there. <laughs> right. But um, you're getting there, though. I'm getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, awesome. Man. All right. Thanks, dude. Hey, you guys follow Justin at uh, the Alpha Male. Yep, the Alpha Ale. Alpha Ale. The Alpha Ale on Instagram. Yep. And uh, stay tuned because we're going to keep bringing these updates as we get them. Dude, thanks for joining me. Awesome, buddy. Cheers. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. As always, uh, share it with a friend if you think somebody you know will like the show. Uh, Let's spread the word. Let's get Arizona beer on the map. And um, yeah, give me a review uh, rating on iTunes if you're feeling up to it. But uh, always remember, stay awesome.